We're back with another edition of the CHL Top 10 Show presented by Kia. My name is Scott Van Kunit, and this week I check in with the top-ranked team and the 10th-ranked team in the Kia CHL Top 10 rankings, the Gatineau Olympique and the North Bay Battalion. Up first is Vancouver Canucks prospect Josh Bloom. We talk about why the Battalion have been so successful at shutting down the opposition lately with just 11 goals against on their current nine-game win streak, the vibe around the city of North Bay right now, and what it's like being traded twice in one season. Then, the QMJHL's leading scorer amongst defensemen, Tristan Luneau, joins me after the Olympiques' 21-game win streak was halted. He tells us why the Olympiques play the way they do, the impact of their new captain, Olivier Nadeau, the lessons learned from last year's playoff run, and why Ducks fans should be getting excited. Now in his third season in the OHL, Josh Bloom joined the North Bay Battalion after a mid-November trade from Saginaw and has fit seamlessly ever since. Drafted in the third round of the 2021 NHL draft by the Buffalo Sabres and traded to the Vancouver Canucks ahead of this year's NHL trade deadline, the Oakville, Ontario native is looking forward to his first taste of the postseason. Here's Josh Bloom. As promised, my first guest today recently set new career highs in goals and points when he completed his second hat-trick of the season last Sunday, scoring the OT winner against the Wolves. His North Bay Battalion are the 10th ranked team in the KSCHL Top 10 rankings. He's Vancouver Canucks prospect Josh Bloom. Josh, how are you doing today? Good, Scott. Thanks for having me on. Uh, happy to have you. Uh, I want to talk about Sunday for a second here because this was a, a, an interesting one for you guys. You were up 4-1 heading into the third period, and, and you guys do something that you don't do often, especially this year, which is let the other team back into it. So, you know, a minute into the third, they score one. You score and, and put the team back up 5-2, but then they, they rattle off three straight goals and, and force OT. Uh, what, was, what was the mood on the bench at that point, like just because you guys haven't really done that a whole lot this year? Yeah, I feel like there was a calm about our group. We knew um, we weren't in any trouble there. Uh, I think the last 10 minutes of that game kind of got away from us, but um, it shows what our group's, our group's about, like resetting like that, going into overtime and understanding a – a game still on the line and two points still on the line. So uh, I think our, our group did a really, really good job of resetting. So we're just going to work on resetting before it's a tie game rather than force an OT. Other than coach, did it, did anybody on the bench step up and, and say anything like to try to ra rally the guys and get you back into it? Yeah, we got a great captain in Liam Arnsby and he's always talking and always keeping the mood uh, where he feels is right. So I think he did a great job with us there. We, we sat there between in between the flood there between the third and uh, and overtime and and just reset as a group and understood that um, this game's still within grip. So um, yeah, he did a great job with our group. We have a great leadership group and uh, um, they keep our group in check. Well, then in OT, uh, two minutes into OT, it's you, it's his lop, and it's Zito on the ice. The three acquisitions, three of the acquisitions this year. Uh, take me through your goal. Yeah, draw came right to me. I didn't know Hissy was with me other than the fact that the crowd went a little bananas. And uh, I totally fumbled the puck. Thank God Hissy was behind me, picked it up, uh, gave it to me and just got a shot off quick and lucky enough for one in the net. It's called bench management. You have to know, you have to have smart mind changes. Now here's Josh Bloom joining him as Hislop. The two farmers staying in a spirit for the shot and they score! to North Bay. The former Saginaw Spirit duo have given the North Bay Battalion an overtime win on Sunday afternoon. 
What uh, what positives do you guys after that game? You know, obviously nobody's happy about blowing a lead, but what positives do you do you take from a game like that? Yeah, you look at it and you look at it and say, yeah, our group's capable of of sustaining wins, and um, I think that that was a really important game for us, being Sudbury, our rival all season and potential playoff matchup. So that was huge to get those two points, and um, for us, it, it showed us that uh, we do still have things to work on, which. Every team does, but we understand what it is, and we've gone through our week of practice here, and uh, we're a really comfortable group right now. Well, what are some of those things? Because you guys are on an eight-game win streak. you got three shutouts in there. So, obviously, defensively, for the most part, you guys are pretty sound. Uh, what are those things that you still need to work on? Yeah, just a little breakdowns within our game, understanding our D zone fully and executing every single time, I think. Understanding our assignments on the track and understanding our assignments on the forecheck is, is mainly what our group's about. Uh, I feel like our neutral zone has been great over these eight games. I feel like our D zone has been solid and can still clean up a bit of the tracking. So uh, we're in a really good spot right now and in, in a part of the season that really counts. Yeah, obviously, you know, heating up at the at the perfect time. What what other than obviously the obvious of everything, but what is clicking for you guys right now? Uh, we got the best goalie tandem in the league. I think they keep us in every single game. Dom and Charlie do an unbelievable job back there. And, uh, you feel like you have a chance to win every single night with them back there. Uh, I feel like our lines are starting to click. Everyone's starting to play in harmony. I think the harmony is the biggest part. I think we we all came together, and I think that's why Denny made those moves. Sorry, Adam Dennis made those moves so early is so that we could gel at this point of the season. While other teams might still be trying to gel, we're, we're finding our groove, which is the perfect time to do it. So uh, we're in a groove, and, and we got the best goalies back there to, to keep us in every single game. Yeah, how much do, do those do those guys give you confidence there? Especially, you know, maybe to to give you a little more freedom to to take a chance offensively. Yeah, hundred percent. Dom's been, uh, in my opinion, the best goalie in the league all season long. And then uh, in that Sudbury game, if you watch it, minute thirty left, Chuck made an unbelievable save on Goyette, who's one of the better players in the league. Uh, came across the middle, went backhand, and he, and he snatched out of the air with a minute thirty to go to push OT. So and across. Yearwood throws it into the slot in front of the goal, and Robertson with a fantastic stop. David Goyette is denied, and Robertson might have saved a single point for his club. Um, I feel like we're we're so comfortable with them back there, and uh, like I said, they make huge saves at huge moments in the game and, and keep us in every single game. How contagious is that that confidence? You know, when, when you see the goalies doing so well and, and does that just build out from, you know, to the blue line and to the forwards? Yeah, it's contagious. And we talk about it all the time. Like it, it comes from uh, Chuck and Dom back there. But at the same time, like when you get into later halves of the game and you see guys like Petrov and Jackson um, making smart plays with the puck, it's contagious throughout the room. And all of a sudden, everybody starts making those smart plays with the puck when, when the game really counts. So um, I feel like we feed off of each other really well. We have a leadership group that takes us in the right direction. And uh, yeah, like I said, we're in an unbelievable spot going into uh, a big part of the season. You mentioned the trade, Denny bringing you in earlier in the season, um, you know, getting those trades done before Christmas. Uh, I talked a bit about that with Ty earlier in the, maybe about a month ago now and how important it was from his perspective. Um, as the outsider coming in, well, you said it, you feel like a part of the team, but how nice was it to, to come in early? What were those first couple conversations like with um, coach and, and GM? Yeah, me and Hissy talked about it when we uh, first got traded. We're like, wow, like 
we feel comfortable really, really qu- quickly within this group. And uh, almost the first morning skate we got in on uh, Wednesday night, we played Thursday against Kingston. We had a morning skate that morning and we're already gelling with the guys. We're already having conversations. Like it was, it was a seamless transition for us. And uh, we've, we've had a couple injuries throughout the year. So things have kind of stopped and started, but uh, everyone's getting healthy, knock on wood. And uh, we're starting to gel, like I said. How much easier is it to to come to a new organization when you've got a teammate coming with you in Braden? Yeah, it was fantastic. Like we were best buddies in Saginaw and we live together now. He's actually in the other room, but um, it, it made that transition a lot easier. And uh, like I said, our, our group made it so easy on us too. Like it's not easy getting traded and coming into an environment where you don't know a lot of people and uh, and they made that transition so easy. And um, especially Arnsby, I've played against him since I was a kid and uh, he brought us in and treated us like uh, like one of the boys right off the bat. So it was fantastic. What types of things uh, did they do to to help you know bring you guys into the fold and and make you feel like members of the team? It's little things like, hey, we're going out for breakfast. Why don't you come? And all of a sudden, we'd be consistently going for breakfast and uh, always trying trying to find something to do after practice as a group. And we have an unbelievably tight group, and I think uh, that all stems from our leadership group. How important is it to to be so tight like that, especially when you guys have aspirations on a long playoff run, you know, OHL championship and hopefully a Memorial Cup? Yeah, exactly. Like you said, like every team that wins a Memorial Cup, every team that wins a championship is usually the tightest group. So uh, I think we've done a great job with that. And um, you can see it in in our play. We've we've won eight straight, like you said. So, um, yeah, it's it's made a huge difference within our group. Everybody wants to fight for one another and uh, we're in a good spot. Why have you been able to fit so well like with the team? Is it the style of play? Is it just the, the guys around you? What made you fit so well? Yeah, a mixture of both. I think the style of play that we play, it's a very fast, heavy game, and that's the type of game that I like to play. I like to move my feet. I like to get on the forward track, and I like to create plays. So um, I think the, there's, there's like non-negotiables like Coach talks about. Um, but within that system, you can be very creative as well, and I think it gives us a lot of leeway to – really use our skill, but at the same time, like stick to a system. How has your role changed from, from with Saginaw to, to with North Bay? Uh, I don't think my role's changed much. I, uh, I play PK, I play power play. I play a lot of minutes. So um, like, I feel very comfortable with, with everything that I'm relied to do uh, here in North Bay. And um, I think everybody on the group feels the exact same way about the situations that they're in. If you're, if you get kicked off the power play, this isn't the type of group where, you're going to be pouting around the room. Like you understand that, Hey, like it's going to happen. Why don't I fight my way to get back on that power play or fight to get back on the kill or stuff like that. So uh, I think we've done a great job in creating that culture here and uh, guys understand that, that this is a championship caliber team and um, we're going to be playing, playing to win hockey games, not to get you your ice time. So it's good. Well, you got four guys that are 30 plus goal scorers, you know, another three or four that are, 20 plus so obviously it's uh next man up if somebody's not clicking you guys feel comfortable with throwing the next guy out there yeah 100 percent. and you look at it uh you got a guy in down wakely who i think is one of the most underrated hockey players in the league who's playing third line minutes but doesn't complain and he, he's got 30 goals so he's doing something right and people are going to notice that what's uh what's been the vibe around the city lately uh i know north bay is a big hockey town and i know that uh they they like their playoffs so and when you guys are doing well there it's a fun place to play yeah it's it's really different after playing in the states for for three and a half four years 
and uh and coming here to uh to a canadian environment and um a smaller town that just loves their hockey like you feel it you feel the buzz around the city and whenever we go out for dinner it's always like hey like great game tonight boys like you're always getting fans coming up to you and and giving you props and um so yeah it's a passionate fan base it's it's a passionate hockey city and we're so excited to be uh part of this long playoff run how 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 much fun is that for you guys you know going out and and having obviously there's there's the good with the bad you know if you guys are playing well you're going to hear about it or aren't playing well you're going to hear about it too but but how much fun is that environment yeah it's very cool we were actually out for dinner the other night and um there was a couple guys having uh having their own dinner uh across the across the restaurant and um we asked for our checks and the lady said oh it's covered don't worry about it and we look over and there's uh these three guys with big smiles on their face and so we went over we said hi to them and they were telling us how great we were doing and how how excited they are for for what we can potentially do and it it, it makes you feel confident it makes you know that the whole city's behind you and it gets you really excited for things to come yeah that's awesome uh, I want to talk about Ty Nelson a little bit. Uh, you know, he's having an incredible season, you know, top three in goals for defensemen, top three in points for for defensemen in the OHL. Like, uh, you know, he's got almost 100 more shots than the next closest guy on your team. What does Ty mean to you guys out on the ice? Yeah, if you watch Ty play, it's it's not necessarily his offensive stuff that catches your eye. Like, he plays a heavy, heavy defensive hockey game, and he's hard to play against. And I think that's one of the one of the best things about our group. We have a ton of guys that are super hard to play against, and um, ties ties the uh, exact example of that. And then you watch him on the power play with that shot he has. It's hard not to take shots when you can shoot the puck like that. So um, we try and get the puck to him and and let it fly, and hopefully something creates from that. So um, yeah, ties ties the backbone of our defense core, and uh, we're ecstatic to have him. We're ecstatic to um, see what he can do here in the coming weeks. He's like a little fire hydrant out there. Yeah, he's tough to move. <laughs> uh, what's he What's he like in the room? Because, you know, in front of the camera, you know, when we see him, he's always got a smile on his face. Does he ever get mad? <laughs> I wouldn't say he gets mad. I, I don't think he has a problem with calling somebody out if they're not doing their job or, or he, he doesn't. Like, he's an assistant captain for a reason. And um, you need you need accountability in a championship environment. And, and he holds guys accountable. But that being said, he always keeps the mood light and, I think that's the great thing about our group. Like I said, uh, there's an accountability about us, but at the same time, like everyone loves what they're doing. Well, when I talked to him, like I said, it was about a month ago. And, and at that point, you know, your, your penalty kill is what it is now, which is the best in the CHL and, and by quite a bit, but your power play was in the bottom half of the CHL at that point. And he said, you know, there'd been some injuries and you guys were going to make some tweaks. And since then you guys are now in, you've, you've improved dramatically i think you're you're in the top 25 in the in the chl now so what kind of adjustments um did you guys make to to be better on the power play yeah i think it's a credit to our assistant coach um razor we call him but uh he's done a he's done a great job in uh in letting us be ourselves but at the same time like finding tweaks and little stuff we can fix here and there he's worked his he's worked his butt off to uh to <laughs> to get our power play to where it's at. It's just going to continue to, to work on it. I think every day in practice, we work on it and um, we've made it, we've made it a, a priority for us to, to get it back to where it needs to be. And that being said, Billy, our uh, other assistant coach does a great job with the penalty kill. And uh, you've seen that all season long. So uh, just a credit to our coaching staff and how hard they work for us. And uh, 
yeah, it's what you need. Well, we've got you three games by the time this air, you guys will have two games left until uh, are in the regular season. It's going to be your first taste of the playoffs. Just what are you most looking forward to about a playoff run? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to think after four years is my first goal at it. But uh, but yeah, I'm so excited for for things to come. Uh, there's there's always talk around our group about um, the building during during Old Canada and just like you like your hairs stand up on your arms and the environment that's created here. Um, I, I can't wait to be a part of it. I know everyone in our group's chomping at the bit to get there. And uh, yeah, just uh, just a really big excitement about our group and, and about the city for this, uh, this hopeful long playoff run. Have you said anything to the guys or, or plan on saying anything to the guys about, you know, not taking stuff for granted just because, like you said, you know, you've been in the league for a while now and this is your first taste of the playoffs. So I know they had a pretty good run last year um, the, the majority of the guys anyway. So just to not take that for granted. Yeah. I always used to hear that from, uh, from my OAs when I was a rookie, the, uh, Cole Koskis and Riley Webbs of the world, they were always like bloomer flies by and, uh, I'm sitting here and I'm like, wow, like it really does. It felt like I was 16 yesterday. So, um, just to, like I say to them, take advantage of every moment. Don't take a single thing for granted. You're not playing a ton of minutes. Okay, fine. It's your first year. It's your second year. Like, you got, it's a long road of junior hockey and just cherish every moment of it because it does really fly by. Well, like I said, three games left. It'll be uh, two after Thursday night's game. What do you guys have to do to make sure that you, you come away with three wins and, and just to secure that second place and, and home ice throughout playoffs? I think not looking ahead. I don't think we can look at, at uh, the next week being playoffs. I think we need to look at this as a another weekend, another weekend to get better and um, prepare ourselves uh, for, for the upcoming series. I think three wins would be unbelievable going into a playoff series to give us that confidence. And uh, that's what we're going to go look to do. Well, I know you say you don't want to look ahead, but if we're looking ahead, you're going to face either Mississauga, which you guys are three and two against this year, or the Sudbury Wolves and you're seven and one against them. So um, you know, let's start with Mississauga. What type of team are they? What what kind of challenges will they uh, provide you guys? They're they're a younger group, but they play with a ton of pace. Um, they're a really really fast team. So uh, defensively, like like I was saying, our track needs to be really on if Mississauga is the team because uh, they are a fast fast break team. Uh, Sudbury, on the other hand, plays really really heavy hockey, and it's it's not fun hockey to play. So. That'll be that'll be a tough, tough series if, if they're the call for us. But regardless, I think we need to look at ourselves. And I think when we're at our best, it doesn't really matter who we're up against. Uh, I look at some of our best games this year. Um, one that comes to mind is 5 nothing against Ottawa, who's supposed to be the best team in this league. And uh, we were at our best that night, and it shows what our, what our group's truly capable of. So I think we need to worry about ourselves, not so much who we're playing. And uh, as long as we're confident and happy with where we're at, I think uh, the results will come. When if, if you guys end up facing Sudbury, is there a worry that some guys will look and say, well, hey, we handled them this year. You know, we were 7-1 against them. Is there is there any fear that uh, maybe not the veteran guys, but some of the younger guys look at that and, and just take their foot off the gas a little bit? Or are you guys going to make sure to remind them? And, and obviously coaching staff will as well. Yeah, I don't think that's what our group's all about. I think we understand the goal. Uh, at the end of all this, um, I don't think we're going to take a single game for granted. 
Uh, you look at series like last year, a two seed in London losing to a seven seed in Kitchener, anything can happen. So um, I think we need to really bear down no matter who we're playing against and, and play our game. NHL trade deadline. What uh, <laughs> you, you get moved from, from Buffalo to Vancouver for, for Riley Stillman. Uh, when did you, how did you hear about the trade? And well, let's start with that. How did you hear about the trade? Yeah, so uh, we're just at uh, one of the build houses, just all hanging out because it's our off day. It was a Monday, and uh, we're all hanging out. And I pick up my phone. I got a little iPhone 8, barely works. But I pick it up, and I see four missed calls from Kevin Adams. And I'm like, oh, boys, I, I think I might have just got traded. Like, he doesn't he doesn't call me very often. So I call him back, and he says, hey, Josh, like you've been traded to uh, – to the Vancouver Canucks and I thanked them for everything that Buffalo's given me and the opportunities that they've given me and then got on the phone or phone sorry with uh Patchkovin, the uh GM in Vancouver and I uh, just said they're excited to have me and can't wait to get started and just to worry about my season now so uh lots of emotions I think I got called from every single person uh, I know in the hockey world um it was a long day of phone calls but uh but yeah, I'm I'm really really excited about it. But that's something I'll worry about after the season's done. Have have the Canucks, you know, since that initial call, have they have they talked to you at all? Have you uh, have have they been sending you you know tapes or anything to look at since? Yeah, I've been in touch with all the staff, uh, all the player dev staff, and uh, uh, stuff like that. So um, seems like a great group. Uh, I got to get to know them a little bit more. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to be a part of it. Is exciting? Is it exciting to go to a Canadian market and a team that's sort of uh, in a bit of a retooling, rebuilding stage, and and know that there could be you know poss- possibilities in the near future? Yeah, it's exciting to think about, but like I said, that's something I'll worry about after the season. I'll I'll do all my homework on uh, all the prospects and stuff like that after after we're done with this year. But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely exciting. Uh, but uh, I got one goal in mind, and that's an OHL championship and a Memorial Cup. So. Uh, worry about that right now. Well, somebody that could help you guys with uh, a long playoff run would be Mathern. Is uh, what's what's his status? Is he going to be back or? Uh, that's the plan. How- hopefully, yeah. Uh, I've I've never got to see uh, T play live. I've heard he's a absolute shutdown, which is fantastic, and uh, we'd be very very lucky to have him for playoffs. So uh, that's exciting to think about. Fingers crossed, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, how about a couple of your former teammates? Uh, let's start with Michael Misa. What uh, what were your initial thoughts about him? Um, you know, from the start of the season till well, even even now. Yeah, I remember uh, seeing him at camp, and I'm like, wow, this kid can play. Like, holy! And then uh, season started. He got off to a really good start, and then obviously I was traded, and uh, he just kept scoring goals every night. I checked my phone. Michael Misa, Michael Misa, Michael Misa. He just kept scoring and unfortunately he got hurt there, but he's, he's back in the lineup now and he's playing some really, really good hockey. So he's fantastic talent. He's an unbelievable person and uh, it's exciting to see what he can do in the future. And then another young rookie on, on the spirit, Zane Perek. Yeah. Zane, Zaner didn't have a, didn't have a goal in the OHL uh, until after I left. And so I was texting him. I was like, Hey, like congrats on your first. That's unbelievable. And then, all of a sudden the second came and then the third, and then all of a sudden he's at 20 goals. And uh, I was lucky enough to be at the ceremony where Dave Branch gave him a plaque uh, for most uh, rookie gold by a defenseman. And it was pretty cool little ceremony there. And uh, I kind of just winked at each other, smiled. And uh, yeah, 
like unbelievable player, uh, even better person. Zane's somebody who you want on your team. He's a perfect person for a, a locker room and will be a hell of a defenseman in this league for a long time. Now, I know your your aspirations are obviously uh, to, to not be back next year and you're signed, so you most likely won't be back. Um, so we'll, we can, I can ask you this. What, what do you think or how would Saginaw be as a host city for the Memorial Cup? We're going to find out in the next week or so who's going to earn that right, but how do you think they would do? Yeah, I'm biased. I think Saginaw was home for four years, so I think it'd be the perfect city for it. Uh, if if it does end up going to Saginaw, I'll be pumped. I'll be at the event. It'll be unbelievable. And um, I really hope it does because all those guys in that locker room deserve it. Um, I know the organization wants to make a big push for next year. So uh, I think it'd be a fantastic city for it. I know the fans would love it and um, the guys would have an unbelievable experience. So uh, fingers crossed it goes to them, but uh, we'll see what happens. And then obviously the roster, you know, it better than most. So how do you think those guys would do next year? Even if they didn't um, earn the right to host, they should be a pretty solid team, like to make a, a run at an OHL championship. Big time. I don't, I don't think that whether they get the Memorial cup or not, I don't think it changes their plans. I think they're going to be a very, very competitive team next year and uh, be going for a championship. And I was a part of a, a championship run that got cut short be, because of COVID there, but um, Dave Drinkle and Chris Lazary know what they're doing at that organization. And uh, I wish them all the best. And I really hope that they can do it next year. What, uh, what, when I say the 2019 OHL cup, kind of what comes to mind for you? Uh, we didn't do so well in that <laughs> OHL cup. So that one still hurts a little bit. I remember we lost uh, our opening game. Uh, it was the most packed building I've been a part of, to like not to date, but um, back then. And uh, we lost to the Halton Hurricanes. And that one's still bittersweet because it was an unbelievable experience. But at the same time, it got cut short. So um, to all those kids going to play in that, enjoy every moment of it because you never know. We were supposed to make a deep run in that, and we didn't because – Everyone brings their A game, so make sure you're on your A game and uh, enjoy every second of it. Well, on that team, uh, you're right. Obviously, you didn't uh, get the goal that you you guys wanted. But on that team, you know, you've had a few teammates that are playing in the OHL um, that you play against now. But there's also Zach Dean, who's having a, a pretty solid run right now with Gatineau. Do you guys uh, do you guys still keep in touch at all? Uh, we haven't texted each other in a while, but it was hilarious. We got traded. Uh, kind of a couple of days apart from each other in, in the NHL. So that was funny to see. I'll probably shoot him a text after this now that you say that. But, uh, but yeah, Diener's a hell of a player. It's no surprise that he's having a great season and that guy, no team, um, should make a really deep run in the queue. So we'll see how they do. Um, but, yeah, uh, hopefully we see them in the Memorial Cup. We'll see what happens. Yeah, their 21-game uh, win streak is pretty incredible run to, to close out the season here. All right, last one. What does the North Bay Battalion have to do to go on a deep and long playoff run here? Uh, I think our depth is what makes us such a dangerous team and the style of play that we play. Um, we're a very fast and heavy team, like I said, and um, I feel like we'd be the hardest out in the playoffs in a seven-game series, the, the style of play that we play. So I, I think we need to play fast and we need to play heavy. And uh, if we do that, I, I think teams will shy away from us. Awesome. Josh, thank you very much. This was, uh, this was really good. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Scott.
The former first overall pick in the QMJHL draft, Tristan Luno, is enjoying a record-breaking breakout season for the Gatineau Olympique. Luno joined his teammate, Noah Warren, when the Anaheim Ducks used their second second-round pick of the 2022 NHL draft on the Victoriaville, Quebec native. He joins a pair of familiar names at the top of the scoring race for CHL defensemen. Let's get to him now. Joining me now is the Q's leading scorer amongst defenders with 80 points. His Gatineau Olympique are the top-ranked team in the Kia CHL Top 10 rankings. It's Anaheim Ducks prospect Tristan Luno. Tristan, how are you doing today? Hey, pretty good. Thanks for having me. Happy to have you. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's talk about the streak. The streak's over now, unfortunately. But uh, what a run you guys were on! Twenty-one consecutive wins that uh, ended in in overtime on Wednesday night. Um, you guys were on the road in the in that game, and and ha- halfway through the game, you find yourselves down three nothing. Um, what was the what was the kind of the mood on the bench at that point? Well, uh, we didn't panic right away. Um, you know, we we knew we gave a lot of PKs and and some five on threes, and they they cashed in on those opportunities. So uh, we knew we would have some power plays and and maybe some five on threes later on, uh, which we did. And uh, you know, we we fought back, and uh, we always felt like we were in the game. Um, so yeah, we fought back, came back three three, and then. Uh, made it through overtime. Uh, fortunately, we lost, but um, I'm glad we fought back and uh, we didn't give up at 3 nothing. Yeah, this close to playoffs, like playoffs are going to start next weekend. So is it is it a nice test to see how resilient your group can be to have a game like that? Yeah, it's always a good test to face the, one of the best teams uh, in the league this year. Um, you know, they're they're really, they got a deep lineup, good defense, uh, really good offense. And uh, it was a great test for us. It was a physical game, uh, fast paced. And uh, it's always good to have those games close to the playoffs. How how good was uh, Lapina in that game, you know, stopping 15 shots in the third period alone to keep you guys in it? Yeah, uh, keeps getting better, uh, you know, every time. Uh, we got a big game. He shows up, and uh, he's a real competitor. And uh, you know, he, he wants to make every save, and he battles for it. So uh, he's been huge for us so far, and uh, it just seems like it, it keeps getting better. So it's good for us. How much confidence does that give you guys as a group? Yeah, it gives a lot of confidence. Um, you know, when you know that your goalie's going to allow one, maybe two goals a game. If, uh, you don't go crazy on the the chances you give him, but uh, like I said, like he's been giving like giving us like one or, or two goals each night. So uh, and especially with the offense we have this year, it's uh, makes us comfortable and, and confident that you know we can uh, win those games. Well, like I said, twenty one consecutive wins. You know, twenty two games with a point now, um, and. And you beat the you beat the top teams in there. Obviously, you beat Sherbrooke earlier. Uh, you beat Halifax. You beat the OHL's top team, the Ottawa 67s, twice in that run. So, what have you guys been doing so well to have so much success lately? Um, well, there's there are many things. I think uh, the the I think the most important one is, and what makes us a little different, I think, is our physicality is is something that we bring. I think a little bit more than other teams. Um, that that's uh, a huge part of our game. 
uh, just physicality and, and uh, just hard pressure all over the ice. Um, so that's kind of the the culture we have in Gatineau, and uh, it's kind of a playoff game that we're trying to play during the regular season, just trying to you know create habits, and uh, we'll be able to bring that uh, culture and, and habits that we build uh, to the playoffs. Uh, and other than that, we have a really good offense. Um, we, we traded for some, some really good um, forwards and, and a great goalie in uh, La Pena. So uh, I think all those things come together and makes us uh, special this year. Well, you talked about the physicality, and I was going to touch on this later, but we might as well touch on it now. Uh, earlier this week, it was announced that uh, Noel Warren is going to miss the rest of the season after uh, having to have surgery. Uh, how does that change the dynamic on the back end for you guys? Because obviously he's a he's a big part of it and a big physical presence for you guys. Oh yeah, uh, no, he's he's a huge part. He was a huge part of our lineup and uh, you know, great defenseman brings a lot of offense, like you said. But kind of found a little offensive touch um, at the end, like close to his uh, to his injury. So uh, it's really unfortunate that it happened. Uh, during that time of year, but uh, you know, there's never a good time for an injury. And, uh, we're definitely with him, and uh, we hope he gets well soon. How how do you guys replace a guy like him? Does it make it a little bit easier for you guys as a group, knowing that uh, you started off the year without him and played almost a month without him then? Yeah, uh, we've had players injured all year. We didn't have just Noah. We uh, we had three or four players injured and guys going to the world juniors and um you know, guys suspended and all that so we've never really been full lineup since the beginning of the year and we we managed to to find a way to win um so it doesn't really matter who's in the lineup i think we 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 feel pretty confident that uh where he's going to be there and uh he's going to show up and uh be a big part for us well, congratulations to you because also last weekend you broke the franchise record for for most points in a single season uh, by defenseman uh, edging out uh, Yuri Fisher or passing Yuri Fisher from I think it was ninety eight ninety nine. So that's a a pretty long standing record uh, to do it at home at the Slush Puppy Center uh, in front of that full house. What was that like for you? Maintenant, seul au sommet des pointeurs pour un défenseur en une saison avec les Olympiques vient de dépasser officiellement Eric Fisher. Oh, it was great. Uh, it was electric in the building. Uh, like it's it's been for the last, I'd say, five games. Uh, you know, packed crowd and uh, everyone screaming and uh, just. It was fun to to be at home and and having our our fans cheer cheer for us, and uh, no the the new uh, the new rink is pretty electric when everyone's there. Well, last year you had forty three points in sixty three games. This year you're up to eighty points in sixty three games. Uh, obviously, you're older and you're stronger and more experienced. But you know what specific areas did have you been working on to improve either in the summer or throughout the season to to take this offensive explosion uh 
Yeah, well, before I, I, I touch on that, I just want to say that, you know, we're, we're, we have a better team and, and more often uh, we have more offense, better forwards and everything. So uh, a part is from that. But other than that, uh, I, I worked on my skating. Uh, I think my skating improved from, from last year, worked on my shot during the summer. Um, other things like uh, just physicality, getting stronger and um and I think that helped my all-around game, my my uh, my D zone also, which leads to offense and, and uh, creates more points. So I think I think those are the main areas. Well, you touched on it a bit with the with the fans and everything, but how fired up is the Utue region right now? Uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty cool. Like like I said, we have like last I'd say five games we have like. Um, almost full capacity um and everyone's there and uh they're cheering us and it's really helped us in the last couple of games um you know they they give us a reason to, to show up each night at home and, and uh trying to give our best so uh they've been huge for us like you said you guys added some pretty offensive guys and, and one of those guys is riley kidney who i talked to about a month ago now and at that point he had had a point in every game that he had played with you guys, save for the first one. And now that streak is at 26 games and 60 points over those games. How how has he been able to fit so seamlessly with you guys? Well, he's just a, just a great guy uh, on and off the ice. And uh, I think he's just friends with everyone. And uh, that's why he, he, he fit in so quick uh, with us. And, um, you know, his style of play is just, uh, he's really good offensively. Uh, doesn't seem to lose uh, stick battles, and uh, he just uh, seems like the the puck sticks to him, and uh, he's got a pretty good scoring touch. So, uh, not surprised he has that many points with us. Is it fun being out on the ice with a guy like him? Oh yeah, makes it a lot easier. Just give it to him, and uh, something will happen for sure. And and about a, a month ago now, you guys also named Olivier Nadeau the 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 captain of the team. Um, what has his addition been like this season? And and his you know obviously he's a big dude, but what has his presence been like in the room as well? Well, he just uh, I think he embodies the the culture that we want to carry on the ice. Uh, you know, he's uh, hardworking. Uh, he's got a really good work ethic and. Uh, you know, that's even in practice and, and in, in the gym. So he's just a good culture guy, uh, great guy off the ice too. Um, you know, he, he's a team gatherer and uh, like he's, he's just a great leader and what he brings on the ice, uh, he, you know, he goes in those dirty areas, finishes his checks and uh, scores big goals around the net. So that's just what our culture is like in Gatineau and he just embodies it. What, uh, what did he say to you guys before that game back, his first game back in Schwinnigan there? Uh, he didn't say much. Uh, well, he, he was kind of joking about it that uh, he heard there was a, a big uh, ovation for him and uh, maybe a couple of songs for him and, and things like that. But he was joking about it, but uh, no, he didn't say that much Yeah. He likes to joke, so he only did that. No, no money on the board from him. 
Uh, I, I can't, I don't think I can say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, last year you guys got a, you got a taste of the playoffs beating Valdor in the first round and then getting swept by uh, Olivia Nadeau's uh, Schwedig and Cataract. So what do you, what do you guys who are returning from that roster, what do you take from, from that playoff experience last year to help you this year? Just, uh, you know, being c- consistent. Um, I think we did pretty good in the first game uh, against Schwedig again. And uh, fortunately we lost this one uh, in overtime. And then uh, we're a bit up and down in the last two games of the series. It was a best of five. Um, so I think just bringing that consistency uh, in every game uh, and also playing the right way, uh, which I think we do a lot better this year. And uh, yeah, also Nadeau brings that experience to the team where he won he won the cup and, um, you know, he went to the, the Mem Cup and uh, he has all that experience that you can share with us and uh help us with well this this past summer you uh you got to be drafted by the anaheim ducks which are rocking their hoodie right now which is awesome um you know you're sitting there on day two you see your teammate and friend and noah warren get drafted and then uh, well first what was that like when you saw him get drafted i was really happy for him um you know i saw uh, a couple friends of mine getting drafted in first round, and then I see Noah getting drafted to Anaheim, which is a uh, really good spot. And, and I was just so glad he went uh, in such a great organization. Um, so, yeah, I was really glad for him. And uh, I was just sitting uh, close to him. So uh, I got a chance to tell him congrats before he, he went down the stairs. But, uh, you know, I was just really happy for him. When uh, obviously you didn't have to wait much longer, eleven more picks, and then they called your name as well. Um, but before before that happened, when they were saying, you know, from the Gatineau Olympique, were you were you thinking it, it might have been you at that point, or or were you just wait? You didn't want to think about it. Yeah, well, yeah, I actually did. Um, like the the, I think we both did the first time they said Gatineau Olympics. We both stood up and then said his name so I kind of sat down and I was like oh wait it's him so I, I, I said congrats but um no yeah I, and then the second time around I, I didn't stand up at all <laughs> I, I, wait, I waited for my name that time and uh it was me so uh I went down the stairs and, and uh joined him and uh met all the organization and, uh went through the process interviews saying it sure is a great experience to, to get drafted um the same team as uh my my best friend really so um no it was great great experience how cool is it for for you and noah you know you guys are growing up together pick seven spots apart in the in the q draft obviously you went first in that one then he quickly followed and then to to go to the same organization in the nhl that's got to be pretty fun for you guys yeah no it's um no all special moments uh and it's it's always fun to to get drafted with a friend. You don't go to camp uh, alone. You know someone, and um, you know you get to to share all the same experience uh, together. And oh, it's it's uh, it's even crazier that uh, we got drafted to the same place in the NHL. And uh, a couple Quebec guys too. 
I got traded there over the last few years. So um, there's uh, quite a bit of French that uh, got spoken there, but I uh, know it's always fun to, to have a, a couple of friends uh, or people, you know, to go to camp with. Well, the, the decor in Anaheim is, uh, or the future decor in Anaheim is shaping up pretty nicely. Obviously, Jamie Drysdale's already there and, and he's a, a pretty young guy, but, uh, you know, fellow, some fellow CHL prospects with you um, in Olin Zellweger and Pavel Minchikov. Um, what do the three of you guys have in common other than being all Anaheim Ducks prospects right now? Do you, do you know where I'm heading with this? Yeah, I think, well, yeah, we're all uh, leading our, our respective leagues and, and points for defensemen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty cool to see, and it's uh, it's kind of a little fun race uh, between each other. We all know each other, and uh, I'm sure that's what I'm doing. I'm sure that that's what they're doing too. Or I'm always checking uh, if they got any points that game, or how many points I got to do to catch up, and and things like that. And Pablo uh, uh, got traded to Ottawa lately, well, at, at Christmas, so. Uh, he's closer now. I went to lunch the other day with him and um, makes uh, makes it easier to uh, spend time together. And uh, it's fun to have a little competition between the three of us. Uh, obviously, you said that you you follow the stats, but do you do you text each other at all or message each other at all? Uh, more so, Pablo, because he's closer uh, and text uh, Olin. But uh, I got a chance to to meet him at camp. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, a short time. Like, we, we had two weeks at camp together. So, uh, but uh, definitely looking forward to seeing him again uh, next year at camp and uh, maybe bond a little bit more. Well, I'm sure uh, Ducks fans ac uh, across the United States and Canada are hoping to see the, the three of you all at, uh, all at Memorial Cup this year as well. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd be great. Um, just a couple, just a couple more. Uh, how's how's the family? I know. Um, is, are you still taking some uh, skating with your mom? Uh yeah. Well, not during the season because uh, she's in Victoria and I'm in Gatineau. But um, yeah, during the summer, uh, if I go on the ice close to home, she she she'll definitely come and uh, try to teach me some things. But. Uh, was a lot more grown up, you know, uh, before before school, going on the ice with my mom and, and skating with her. Um, but now, uh, Anaheim's got some skating coaches, and I think they'd rather me having uh, lessons with them. But uh, you know, it was fun times growing up. And and where are your brothers at uh, today, these days? Um, two of my brothers are. Uh, are working right now. One's a, a police officer, uh, and uh, the other one's working in the pharmaceutical uh, industry. And uh, the third one is uh, pretty much all around uh, North America right now. He works for the Cirque du Soleil. Uh, he's an artist. Uh, does some crazy, uh, crazy flips and, and uh, things in the air. Uh, so he's he's uh, he's on tour does like shows like uh i'd say like two weeks at a time at one place and uh it's constantly moving sometimes he's closer like montreal and sometimes he's all the way uh 
across North America in, in uh, Arizona or uh, San Diego or things like that. Have you uh, have you been to any of his shows? Uh, Montreal. I've been to a couple of shows in Montreal, uh, but I, I I didn't go to crazy spots. Uh, I went to he had a contract in China. Uh, it would have been fun to to go there and, and see that, but uh, you know, talking and everything and, and camps and uh, Team Canada camps. It's kind of a tight schedule to to fit to fit the, a trip to China. Yeah. What uh, what's the off season like at, at your house when everybody's home? Like you guys are a pretty athletic family. I know your your one brother played uh, football in in youth sports as well. So like, are you guys always just trying to one up each other in your respective sports, or trying to get other guys to do things that you guys can do? Uh yeah. Well, I I, I train in uh, Quebec City, which is like a, an hour away from home, so I only spend the weekends. Um, but I would say back in the day, we would definitely challenge ourselves and all play uh, roller hockey um, just right outside our, our house. But uh, nowadays, more uh, fishing and hunting is more our thing now. Just relax on the weekends and got a pretty busy uh, training and, and ice time schedule during the week. So just getting the woods on or on the lake and fish around is, is our jam now. Yeah, but... You're still competing when you're doing that too, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. No, that, that doesn't change. It's who catches the most and who has the bigger deer. But yeah, no, it, it's uh, still a lot of compete in that family. Awesome. Well, uh, Tristan, what do, what do the Gatineau Olympic have to do to make sure that they're going on a deep and long playoff run this year? Uh, stick to our plan. Stick to our identity, and culture, and what we we talked about and. Uh, just making sure we're healthy as well. I think that's that's the plan. So, just just one more. Then, what what types of things do you can you guys do to make sure you stay healthy? Obviously, you know, um, hits and stuff are going to happen, but uh, to prevent you know other injuries that are preventable. Um, I think we do a good job on that. Uh, just everything about preparation, and uh, one guy that does it a lot is our captain and. Uh, you know, that's kind of our culture now where everyone's going in the gym and uh, getting treatment and, and being really careful with their bodies. And uh, like we touched on, like we're a physical team and uh, we have to make sure that off the ice we do the things uh, that will allow us to be a, a physical team and not injure ourselves. Yeah, because it's going to be a, a, hopefully a long run for you guys. And and uh you know a couple months of playoffs and a memorial cup you gotta you gotta make sure that you're maintaining that high level and not getting worn down right yeah no uh stretching and uh you know rest is a weapon so sometimes uh taking the day off and and uh working on mobility or, or stretching like i said but yeah just making sure we're on top of that great well tristan i'll let you go with that uh thank you very much uh, good luck in the final two games this weekend. Obviously, uh, first place in the conference still on the line, so looking for two big wins there. And uh, good luck in, uh, in the first round of the playoffs. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it.